I mean, it's a great point. And so, like, if you use that analogy of a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. A doctor has to, the first thing the nurse does is come in to, and checks your pulse, checks all that stuff. Gets all your numbers. Gets your numbers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's so that you can use the numbers to make, to tell what's going on in reality so you can make a decision and yeah. make the body healthier. Right, right. So I'm about making businesses and making people mm-hmm. um, uh, healthier. Welcome to Biz Build Podcast, presented to you by the good folks here at Diamondback Tool Company. I'm the host of the show, Damani, head of sales and media for Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow me at Diamondback underscore Damani, that's D-A-M-A-N-I on Instagram. I'm here, as I will be on every episode, with Connor Crook, CEO of Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow him on Instagram at diamondback.toolbelts. The purpose of BizBuild is to provide listeners an inside track on what it takes to build a business. It is our hope that you can learn from our successes and pitfalls and siphon knowledge from our various expertise so that you can get an edge in the business of building something great. So let's move on to um, talking about some specific things that we should be trying to find uh, uh trying to understand the numbers for. Sure. Um, that are going to make this whole thing that we're talking about a lot easier for everybody. Uh, you have a note here that says there's organizational, organization level versus personnel level. Um, will you talk about the difference between those kind of numbers? Sure. So organization level is the numbers you need to be following as an organization. How much cash is in your in your bank account? How much is your, what's your revenue? What's your overall profit? Um, how many jobs did you complete in a, in a given year? Uh, anything that you can measure at, at, a, at a level where you can see how your business is doing. Mm-hmm. The personnel level is, is a totally, is a, is a little bit different concept, but it's also the same. Um, the personnel level is, okay, you got three people working for you. Um, if they're all doing the same basic job, then you can start figuring out, okay, I want to figure out which one of my guys I need to be paying more based on some real metric. Mm-hmm. Um, is it how many windows that they were able to install on a given day? Is it how many courses of brick they were able to run in a given day? Whatever it is, I want to be able to measure something so that I have a real solid grounding for comparing those three people. It might even give me an ability to put add a little bit of competition mm-hmm. amongst my guys to see, hey, you know, Damani ran, um, you know, he went through ten squares of shingles yesterday. Everybody else went through seven. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and get other guys a little motivated. Yeah, get on my level, guys. That's right. Um, you know, another thing. Um, if they're all doing different things, then you're going to have to come up with different metrics for each individual so that you can at least tell, maybe not able to compare your, your different uh, workers, but you at least want to be able to tell, are your workers improving? Are they growing? Are they getting better? Or uh, what is what they're doing contributing to the overall success of the company? Yes. They could be working hard as heck over <clears throat> here, but what they're working hard on is doing nothing. There, yes, yes, there's, there's a lot of that. Um, and, and then there's also trying to determine, you know, one of the things you have to, to think about when you're looking at these numbers is figuring out not only what's the best number to judge Mike or Damani by, but also think about 
in determining that number, what is a number that that individual has control over? Mm -hmm. For instance, here at Diamondback, I could get all upset at Tim, who is manages ordering our products because we were back ordered on something. Mm-hmm. But then I'd have to also look at look in the mirror and say, hmm, I'm the guy in charge of bringing on new manufacturing. I'm the guy in charge of making sure we have sufficient capacity. So if the problem was not that we were out of balance in our product line, but we simply didn't have enough capacity, and that's why we're back ordered. So it ain't Tim's fault. No, it's on me. Yeah. So you know, think about when you are Lay looking off Tim already, <clears throat> right, Connor? Jeez. When you're looking at metrics to gauge your employee's performance, be sure that it's a metric that that individual has significant or total control over, mm-hmm. or at least put an asterisk by it and understand he's doing the best he can with what I or someone else on the team or is the giving metric him. is dependent essentially. Yeah, um, it's so not an independent metrics. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, personnel level metrics are you're, you need to be able to gauge the success of your employees. How are they working relative to one another? How are they working relative to the overall success of the business? And then you have a different set of metrics that you'll be looking at at the organizational level of, you know, is my business improving? Am I, am I increasing my profitability? Am I increasing my revenue? Uh, am I increasing whatever it is? Is my sales guy making more sales calls? If he is, great. But if he's not having success with them, then Mm -hmm. maybe we need to change focus on, instead of making more sales calls, let's focus on making better Better sales sales calls. calls. So Mm -hmm. So maybe the metric is to look at not how many sales calls we're making, but sales calls in what region or what demographic of people or whatever so we can start um, maximizing those things. Right. It doesn't have to be one variable. It Mm -hmm. could be. How many how many doors did did Mike go knock on, and how successful was Mike at that? And then how much money came in off of those? Mm-hmm. And then those are all three important metrics because of the fact that Mike went out and knocked on a thousand doors and got one guy to buy a dollar. You're in the wrong neighborhood, Mike. That's not helping us. We Get need, out the project. We need to find where the problem is. Is it is it the the conversion rate? Is mm-hmm. that the biggest problem, or is it you know? For any business, you don't want to take all of your time uh, satisfying a couple small accounts Mm -hmm. because, yeah, your revenue is going up there. But then when you look at the cost involved in, well, if I'm taking, if I'm doing this little job over here and this little job over here and this little job over here, I'm not able to get into a rhythm. I'm not, I'm going to spend a lot of time traveling around. There's the administrative cost of any small job. And so your overall profitability is going to start going down because you're just chasing a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there. Mm -hmm. So I want my salesperson to be focused on, okay, we're going to focus on these larger accounts here where, you know, you, you, I want you to go to less doors have more success at those doors, and I want us to focus on selling to the people who are going to buy a lot from us. Okay, so we got to make sure we're keeping the – we need to make sure we're collecting the correct metrics. Um, Here at Diamondback, we are looking at numbers. And you being in the position that you're in, you look at uh, certain numbers, and me being in the position that I am in in marketing and sales, I try to keep track of another set of numbers. So what are the primary numbers 
um, that you have found that give you the most amount of information to forecast? Um, hey, guys. Um, got a little phone call. What what is what are the numbers that? And we want to keep these small. We don't want to con- we don't wanna, we don't want to be looking at a spreadsheet full of like ten thousand numbers because then you're overwhelmed and you don't know what belongs to what. So try to narrow it down to maybe three or five things that you feel like are the most important things that you need to look at to get a view of where the company is and where it's heading. Right. So for for me. Um as the overall manager of the business, the things that I, I keep an eye on El Jefe. are the bank account. Okay, um, We need to know where our cash position is so that we can make sure we can pay the bills every month. And you know that means the bills to our vendors, to, to my employees, to, to me, to whoever else. We need mm-hmm. to, that's an important number. I really like that number. <laughs> um, the next number that I generally uh, watch on a daily basis is our average daily sales through the website. Mm -hmm. Um, That number is a fairly consistent number so that, you know, we can watch how it changes. There's some general fluctuations through the month. There's some trends about when sales increase and decrease in a month. But I want to know. We get a lot of sales on the first of the month. First and the end. Um, So I usually try to look at that number and see, okay, are we – Based on my forecast, am I hitting the number that I expect in daily revenue on the website? Mm-hmm. Dealer orders are a little more sporadic. You know, some days we get a really big dealer order from a large dealer. Some days we get little small orders from smaller dealers. Uh, some days we get no dealer orders for a couple of days. So, mm-hmm. due to that sporadic nature, it makes it easier for just let's look at that once a month. Mm-hmm. At the end of the month. Did we hit the number that we wanted to hit for for the dealers? And then we can look at— Are we talking about the number of dealer orders coming in or the total amount of money? I look at the total amount. I look at the total amount of revenue that came in off of dealer orders. Is that where we should be? And, you know, if it's where it should be, great. You know, we might kind of look under the hood a little bit and see how is this dealer doing versus this other dealer. Maybe we need to reach out to that dealer and, and, and make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a, a picture of our gross revenue, where our cash position is. Um, obviously, because social media is such a big part of our business, I, I watch all of our social media stats. Um, as we hire, we've now hired someone in to come in and do a lot of our customer service to take that off of your plate and also to kind of be watching a lot of the customer service the customer service interactions across social media platforms as well. And so we designed for her a, a spreadsheet mm-hmm. so that, so that I'm not, I don't have to look every day and say, how many podcast downloads did we have? You know, I'll get a spreadsheet every week that kind of lays out those social media numbers. Um, that's important. And, of course, we designed that for her so that she would also have a blank space in there to kind of, hey, we got 10 questions like this this week. Mm-hmm. Because that tells us that's something we need to work on. Yeah. So, you know, part of it is the raw numbers, but then part of it is, uh, you know, it's sort of like a test where you have some multiple choice and you have yeah. some essay. Right, the right. The essay portion is where we can capture some things that maybe we didn't expect. Mm, mm-hmm. So, oh, 10 people asked us this one particular customer service question this week. That sort of then tells us, hey, maybe we need to address that. Maybe we need to put a new video up. Maybe Damani has not done a good enough job explaining our product. Maybe we need to put up a new FAQ, whatever it is, so that 
we can because that's a problem, mm-hmm. and so we need to address that. Um, Liz is going to have me all up in an employee review and have me on work probation. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, is it? <laughs> You're tuned in to the Biz Build Podcast. I'm Damani. And I'm Connor Crook. Um, <laughs> news to me. So other things that I watch because I'm also in charge of operations um, to a, or, or a lot involved with the manufacturing mm-hmm. is I'm looking at, you know, how many four-inch belts are we making versus six-inch belts? How many of the different systems are we selling relatively different belt sizes so that um, I can help Tim with the ordering process from uh, our, our manufacturers, but also so that I can be involved when I'm talking to our sales rep staff or our dealers so that um, we can let them know. And, and of course, our, our goal is as I move further, uh, I want to drop that role mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of things we want to do at Diamondback where, again, I'm selling the company, not this product, mm-hmm. so that we are working to set up systems because right now getting that data is a little tricky. Yeah, yeah. So I want to set up systems so that you, Damani, and you and, and Tim can pull that information more quickly and have it at the hand, have it at the ready, so that you can make those steps without me being an interpreter there. Right. But until we get to that point, um, I'm unfortunately probably the most uh, used to the systems and, and can serve as that interpreter across those different um, responsibilities. But you know, Diamondback's growing, and, and part of that means that. I need to step away from some of that. You know, Liz is going to be working a lot with you. We're going to hire someone to uh, help out with the staffing with with Tim in the in the assembly and packaging processes. And so, as the company grows, there's more focus on figuring out what those numbers are, mm-hmm. so that, that information can get to the right place. It doesn't get lost playing telephone or telestrations or whatever. Right. Well, it's interesting you mentioned. Uh, belt sizing, and mm-hmm. right after you mentioned social media, and it was a uh, there was a really cool sort of correlation that we recognized a little bit after the fact um, when we went to Atlas this past year. And traditionally, we had sent mostly a bunch of skinny people in Toronto. Right, right. This is, well, I, I was going to get to that, but <laughs> we would send specific more medium and large size belts to Atlas. And we were just looking at it like, yeah, this is what had traditionally sold um, when we first brought on the account. And so we're just going to send them the same amount of those belts and not as many smalls and extra small belts, whatever. Well, in the two years time since we got the account with Atlas, we've done so much promotion and things on social media. And what we didn't do is look as closely at the demographic numbers as we we, we now we, we've learned this lesson now, but the demographic numbers had showed us that we were getting so much interest and so much traction in social media in the uh, was it the millennials range? I guess that's what like eighteen to twenty five or eighteen to twenty seven or something like that. And those numbers had picked up way past the older crowd. And traditionally, if you're you know younger and you're coming out of school and you're working on your own, you you know you're not eating three square meals a day and you know whatever. And so what we were getting was a lot of young, thin people who were rolled up in Atlas. And on the first day, we sold completely out of extra small and small belts. And it was almost like there there was such a correlation between what the demographic numbers were telling us via social media 
and projecting to what our future sales would be. And now we've made that connection. We've seen those things and we can look at those numbers. But that's just a little bit of an example of how certain numbers can predict future revenue and demographic sales for your company. Would you agree or no? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a portion of it there. There's another portion of it that we learned that just as sales have developed, we found that medium is still the main buckle, main belt size, but there we sell in in four inch, we sell more smalls than larges. In six inch, we sell more larges than smalls. So right. there's a lot of things there at play. And, and yeah, you're right. We're trying to understand those things. It, it does sometimes lead to us having product back orders because we forecast as best we can with the growth that we have um, as a company. I think we did 75, 80% growth last year. Woo! It, it makes me tired just thinking about it. It's always a moving target. And so we try our best to forecast what we're going to need, but <laughs> it, it's tricky. Hey, we have a guest that just rolled in. It's our accountant. <laughs> hey, guys. Our accountant's name is Bryce. Bryce, come over here real quick. You're going to talk into Connor's microphone. All right. We're doing, we're doing a podcast. Uh, we were just talking about revenue and revenue streams and cash on hand versus cash committed to others. I don't even know the terms. <laughs> That's why we have Bryce. <laughs> That's why we have Bryce. Uh, Bryce, real quick, you're going to be a guest on this show. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm right. excited. Yeah, you are? Are, yeah. You, are you really? I am. A little nervous. But, yeah, but, but, but you excited. should be scared. <laughs> this, this, this is just a little taste. I'm his bush. Yeah, I, I have a tendency to ask very hard questions. <laughs> and also some questions that actually don't have answers. Those, those, are, those, those, those are the hard ones. When he asks you a question, you're like, what the heck is he trying to get out of me? Yeah, yeah. Um, Bryce, this is the first question that I have for you. And this will be a preview to when we have you on the show. All right, shoot. Why the hell do you want to look at numbers all damn day? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's the short answer. Because let, let me tell you what I want to look at all yeah. day. No, I don't <laughs> no, want to tell you that. No, no. <laughs> this is a family podcast. Yeah. But, like, what turns you on about yeah. numbers? Uh, so, in all seriousness, oh, well, so, my background, I was actually an English major. I got into numbers after Oh, um, yeah. I had my first couple of careers. Right, right. The thing I love the about The words weren't doing it for you. You well, lost the love. Exactly. Uh, the numbers are just reflections on a page of what's actually going on okay. in the business. It's yeah. reality. Um, what I'm passionate about is business. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, all businesses are people's lives. It's, yeah. it's people making choices, yeah. um, people taking their hard-earned money, investing it, making a bet on it yeah. and trying to see what they get back out of it. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a real, you know, I look at a page, I see the numbers, but what I'm really looking for is what are the numbers telling me about people's actions, um, you know, what people are trying to do. Um, and small business in America today is, you know, it's the backbone of our whole society. It's yeah. people taking big risks. Um, you're like a and business doctor. You're like you're like you're like the doctor comes in and like checks your pulse, you know, checks your cholesterol and everything, and they're like, and you're like, yeah, you're good, you right? Know, you're fine. Or checks your pulse and yeah. cholesterol and is like, hey, yo, dude, you're like 
like three milkshakes from diabetes. <laughs> I mean, it's a great point. And so, like, if you use that analogy of a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. A doctor has to, the first thing the nurse does is come in t- and checks your pulse, checks all that stuff. Gets all your numbers. Gets your numbers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's so that you can use the numbers to make, to tell what's going on in reality so you can make a decision and yeah. make the body healthier. Right, right. So I'm about making businesses and making people mm-hmm. um, uh, healthier. And so right now, I feel like I'm going back in time. <laughs> Seven years ago, I was a pretty athletic successful, you know, 30-something-year-old soccer player. Now you're as old as dirt. No. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'll still run you in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but seven years ago, I was laid up with a broken leg. So I was overall extremely healthy with a broken leg. And that's kind of how I feel today. <laughs> well, you, you missed our intro. I tried to give, like, a semi-motivational speech. But I don't even know what I was talking about at the beginning. But... Sorry, I, I was trying to. I, I, I was really trying to version Connor up because he had a morning. He had one of those mornings where you walk out of the front door and you just step in the dog crap. Oh yeah. You, 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 know ever, I mean? you ever have one of those motivational speakers where when they talk, all you want to do is punch them in the face because they're just making it worse. <laughs> That's me. A, a couple. <laughs> I'm like Tom Cruise from that movie where all the frogs fell out of the sky at the end. Do you remember that one? I didn't know what you're talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah. See, okay. <laughs> was he flying a plane? <laughs> no. Okay. Or driving a car. It was like it. every Tom Cruise movie. Okay. <laughs> running really fast. So Way too damn fast. You know, running way too fast. <laughs> it's still short. So um, Bryce is going to be here on our next episode, and we're going to really dig into uh, what it means to have your accounts and your accounting put together, um, how that helps your business. Um also, the importance of having someone who's really excited and turned on about looking at your numbers, because you probably aren't, and they're really important. Yeah. You meaning the the audience, right. not you, Bryce. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at Bryce talking about saying you, you. Yeah. It does uh, things for me. It, does it doesn't do for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tune in to the next episode of the BizBuild podcast for part two of this conversation. You won't want to miss it. You've just been listening to the BizBuild podcast. I'm your host, Damani. Follow me on Instagram at Diamondback underscore Damani. That's D-A-M-A-N-I. Or follow Connor on Instagram at Diamondback.toolbelts. You can also find more about Diamondback by visiting our YouTube page or Facebook page. Hope you enjoyed what you heard here today, and we look forward to you joining us again on our next episodes. Take care. Don't forget to like and subscribe.